Welcome to the Gumboots by the Sea podcast. Time for you to connect to soul, celebrate you and to experience inner peace and empowerment. Each week, Gumboots by the Sea will bring you soul balm and some magic for each of us. I'm your host, Kate Darnell, founder of all things Gumboots by the Sea. It's so wonderful to have you here with me right now. This week, we're talking all things Letters to a Tibetan Monk, the first book that officially made me a published author and a book that is very precious to me and so many of our valuable listeners. So I invite you to sit back, relax and take in the soul balm that is Letters to a Tibetan Monk and the magic of Gumboots by the Sea. Hi and welcome. I'm so excited to be speaking about Letters to a Tibetan Monk today and reading extracts from this very precious book. As already mentioned, Letters to a Tibetan Monk was the first book that I ever published and I remember very clearly writing the first, um, I guess, the first entry or the first letter to my beloved monk and as I was writing it, I knew that it was a book that wasn't going, the words weren't going to remain in my journal um, and that they were going to be words shared with the world. So it was really, really exciting when I started sharing this dream, or this vision with close friends. Um, and it was so special to be supported by so many special people who held my hand during this adventure and helped me, um, I guess, bravely, um, but it was different to a bravery, actually. It was more they helped me bring to life a vision that I just knew in my heart was going to come um, to fruition. I just knew it. And with that certainty, yes, um, so many people held my hands through the adventures of writing to Monk and publishing Monk. Um, and they all know who they are. I love them um, tremendously. So Monk actually came to me when I did some healing archetype work and for many of my followers you'll know that I um, am in a partnership with the divine Sarah Kay and the absolutely um, amazing Sheehan and together we have a beautiful space called the Sanctum where we play with the energies of the healing archetypes and it's totally scrumptious and amazing and um, for anyone who's thinking what is she talking about um, in a nutshell the healing archetypes are eight healing energies that you can tune into and work with and I'll add the link to the quiz where you can find out your own lead healing archetype in the show notes. Um, my lead healing archetype is a guide and my guide is Monk and when Monk came to me um, he presented in a way and I'm talking about uh, through meditation um, or spiritual processes I like to call them but he presented in a way that was very grounding and very masculine and it felt to me that monk had been guiding me and allowing me to be a loving generous guide since the very beginning of this lifetime so speaking to monk has now become a really regular thing for me 
um, and things will be very uh, intense or emotions quite high if I haven't grounded my energy and tuned into the energies that are my beloved monk. So this book really is um, literally the thoughts shared um, with a fragment of my soul who I give him that English language um, of is, or for me, is monk. Um, I'm going to open with a few monk readings. So look at my delicate microwave, microphone. <laughs> my delicate microphone is going to pick up me literally turning the pages here in my healing space that has quickly been transformed into a makeshift uh, recording studio. Uh, this is actually the second letter. Dear Tibetan monk, I love chants, chanting and the vibrations that come within when one chants. My voice is deep and I love the feeling the vibrations resonate through my body. I imagine you have, would have chanted for hours, even days at a time. You were so devoted to your practice. Did you s suppress your other thoughts and feelings or did you just know and completely trust that you were on the right path? That you would stand out for the right reasons when the time was right? Perhaps you were so free of ego and so committed, so devoted and giving that chanting was more than enough. You didn't need to stand out. Your devotion was enough. Love, Kate. Trust. I think it's really fitting that I'm opening um, with that one this morning or today, whenever you're listening to this, because trust is such a big theme for me and for all things Gumboots by the Sea. It's so important for me that I have trust in something beyond my mind chatter um, and so important, I guess some people would call this, I guess, blind trust, or blind faith, but it's so important to me that I know that I'm supported beyond um, my physical body and my physical mind. And Monk certainly um, gives me that hope, which I'm sure as everyone finds this because the timing of when this podcast was meant to come out is when lots of people are going to find themselves um, in self-isolation, um, even quarantine or hopefully not, but likely even lockdown. And I think while we are in this time, it's so important that we are trusting that we are exactly where we need to be and honouring the moments that, um, as they present to us. And I can do that more easily because I tune into heart space um, and I take a deep breath and I breathe in through my nose and out through my mouth. I settle into the moment and I do exactly what I've written to Monk about here. I free myself from ego and I lean in to the energies that are or that come with having deep trust for self, deep trust for soul. So I'm skipping ahead now and sharing another one from the first section of Letters to a Tibetan Monk. Dear Tibetan Monk, Tomorrow's new moon has me thinking, writing, reflecting and the words let go keep appearing. Does this speak to you? Did you hold on to anything? Were you content because you genuinely loved from a place of love? You were so free of soul sabotage. You knew it would be your time without really knowing. Love, Kate. Soul sabotage. What you'll find at the end of each letter is 
I felt very guided to do a little hashtag which gave each letter a title but also a theme and it was really intentional as I wanted to reflect the times that we live in, the times of the hashtag and I also wanted to really highlight how a hashtag can allow space for a pause and there's something that we'll offer, often really um, splutter about on on um, our photos, often having a dialogue or a conversation with someone um, or traditionally, I guess, to categorise your photographs um, to hope to get more hits or for the right people to find you. But for me, it was the true honour of making sure it provided people who read these letters with a pause and a place to um, slow down, a place for their soul to slow down or for them to connect to soul. Um, So for anyone that does have letters to a Tibetan bunk or does hope to purchase and use this book as a spiritual tool, just flipping through the pages, reading the letter and honouring the hashtag through either meditating on that word or by um, journaling or writing a little poem Um, chanting the word over and over can be a beautiful way to bring you into the moment and help you settle in to heart space. Ah, speaking of heart space, so I'm just flipping through and reading as they present themselves because I want my podcasts to be as intuitive as possible. Um, And I'm so impressed that I haven't, this is first take and I haven't pressed stop yet. (laughs) Even though when I went to call the microphone a microwave, I thought that would would have possibly been a good time to pause, but nope. Congratulations, Gumboots by the Sea podcast. You're getting all of me. Dear Tibetan monk, Tonight you sat so warmly in my heart, I wanted to sob, but instead we wrote. Words came pouring out and the main message was to look after me. Do this self-work. Quieten my busy mind. Stop sabotaging my soul. Tonight I learnt that I have only been dipping my toes into my soul's spiritual adventure. Well, maybe not dipping, but becoming. My message last year was be to become. My how, my oh my, how that rings true now. Tonight I drink red wine with my boy, enjoy the moments for exactly what they are, get excited for my tattoo, celebrate my soul-led friendships and be, just be. Thank you, Monk, for sitting in my heart. Love, Kate. The hashtag for that one is celebrate. I love that because I don't drink anymore. <laughs> so that's that's like quite a nostalgia um, time when I used to drink, drink the red wine and get excited for tattoos. Uh, it was only a few years ago as well. Oh, how we evolve. Um, or how, oh, how little things shift and now fortunately – I don't need the red wine to to get excited for tattoos. Um, But it was perfect for that moment. It was perfect for them. What I did want to talk about that letter um, was how the phrase be to become was really, really huge for me when I was starting out my business. Um, And I, I guess inverted commas really stepping into my spiritual journey. Um, And the whole notion be to become came uh, to me when connecting to breath became so important. (laughs) Oh, the birdies, the kookaburra. 
And when connecting to breath became essential for me to realize that I didn't have to push so hard. I didn't have to force myself to keep going or to be a certain kind of person. And that when I surrendered to the moment, when I allowed my heart space to just be, when I allowed myself to settle into that heart space and just be, I could truly show up as all of me. I could truly have love for all of me. I could truly honor all of who I am meant to be in this lifetime. And that's a total treat, a total treat. So the next letter that I want to share with you is one that's um, closer to the end of the book. And towards the end of the book, I'd sort of worked through um, some pretty big frustrations um, and I was really starting to recognize some patterns. I was really starting to recognize how hard I was on myself and how I had these incredibly high expectations um, of who I was meant to be or how I was meant to respond um, or show up as a mother um, and even in a lot of sense as someone who was shifting sh- or, or shifting or trans- transitioning from mainstream teacher to um, a spiritual guide and at the time I, I wasn't even comfortable calling myself a spiritual guide and energy healer. It was more uh, a card reader. And um, actually, I'd sort of just hide behind the title Gumboots by the Sea and not really clearly suggest to anyone exactly what that was. Oh, how times have changed. Dear Tibetan monk, returning to the present moment is so important. And today I am really feeling the need to bring myself into the now. It's so easy to slip back into old patterns and toxic thoughts. Being drawn back into negative behaviours and patterns is a pretty regular human characteristic. Rationally, I know this doesn't really serve me, does it? Rationally, we know that fueling the fire of discontent, feeding the fear, allowing others to suck us dry doesn't actually serve us or them. I'm beginning to see that the drama or stimulus for such thoughts will always be there, hanging around the perimeters. However, It's having the courage to not go there, to turn to the light of a situation, to love, to speak up honestly and courageously to all, to know when to walk away, know when to let go and just be, to trust and just be, to have courage to trust in and use discernment, to have the courage to literally rise above. Did you, monk? Love, Kate. Rise. In so many ways, Monk is the foundation of all of my Gumboots by the Sea offerings. And um, he's a very humble reminder. And this book is a very humble reminder of the simple things and what can reveal itself when we slow down and truly honour the moment and truly honour what we need as well, which is often an intentional breath and a moment to sit in heart space. Now I've just flipped to one of the final poems in Monk and I think it's really really fitting 
for the times that we're finding ourselves in and for the times that we're listening to this podcast in. Which, to put it in context, um, late March 2020, um, and many of us are in, um, I think I've already mentioned it, uh, self making the choice to self-isolate. Um, many of you are in quarantine or possibly even in lockdown. Dear Tibetan monk, this morning the words sent from source are just be kind. Does it get much simpler than that? Can kindness really cure all? Create peace, calm the planet. This morning I feel it can. Kind to ourselves, kind to our planet, kind to each other. No matter the circumstance, no matter how dark, cruel, horrific, kindness is what the world needs. Is kindness the same as love? Does it need to be? You were so kind, regardless of the situation, you were so kind to all. From kindness comes truth. From kindness comes trust. From kindness comes love. Love, Kate. Be kind. And I could possibly end the little snippets of letters to to a Tibetan monk here, um, but I won't. I will share one more because that's what I do. But I think what's so magic about the simplicity of monk and the sentence, the very intentional sentences that I shared with monk over, I think it was probably um, over a couple of months I, I regularly wrote to monk um, before popping this into a fully published book. But by the time, as I mentioned, by the time I'd written the first letter, I knew that these weren't just for my personal collection of journal entries. Um, but as we come to the end, I realized for me it was a massive part of me becoming all of me. Okay, I'm actually going to read two because I've just seen, like I looked down and the one that was open was BU. So I'll do that one and then the end one. But also, of course, of my awakening and we often hear this word awakening and if you've listened to the first episode of the Gumboots by the Sea podcast you would have heard me talk about awakening and awakening for me is when you are truly present and when you truly can just come into this moment um, and engage your senses engage where your heart and mind and spirit is at um, engage where others are at in your world in that moment and it's a beautiful way to bring your whole body into the present moment to lower stress and anxiety and to help uh, take harness of any um, bouts of sadness or even depression. This letter from Monk. Dear Tibetan Monk, I can always find words, but today for you capture the buzz, the joy, the happiness that is in this moment. A precious moment divinely guided, created when one surrenders their heart and mind to trust. Trusting in soul, trusting in a greater purpose, believing in self, believing in me. When we believe in ourselves, we can really live. Be living in myself. Be me. What a lovely idea. Love, Kate. Be you. And the final letter of Monk, and I've only shared a few. Um, there are many, many more in this precious little book, which you can purchase at gumbootsbythesea.com, <laughs> is this. Dear Tibetan Monk, were you awakened from the start? In this buzzy moment of excitement and happiness, I can find the 
I can't find the words for what may be before us. A world full of limitless opportunities. If I choose to take action when guided. If I choose to keep going when guided. By who, by what, by me. My soul speak. The conversations I have in the now, watching the birds dance in the sky, plummeting in whichever direction they desire, trusting in instincts, trusting in self, oh monk, I can see it all so clearly. This is what you were hoping for me to see all along. Love, Kate. Clarity. And beautiful souls, my hope for you all along is that you can connect to your heart space Honour your soul speak and where you're at, where the inner knowings of your soul are guiding you and truly, truly trust in you, trust in soul. And on that note, I'm just going to give another shameless plug to gumbootsbythesea.com where you can join our connected community. I run live rounds of trust in you, trust in soul a few times a year and we have an active trust in you, trust in soul community that you're welcome to come and join. For more details, you'll find that at gumbootsbythesea.com. Thank you so much for listening to the special Gumboots by the Sea podcast and allowing me to come and share with you a little bit about letters to a Tibetan monk. Join me for the next episode where I talk all things poems to a wild gypsy spirit. I can't wait to speak with you then. If you enjoyed the Gumboots by the Sea podcast, be sure to like, share and review this podcast on any of your favourite podcast apps. (laughs) Speak soon.